0: this episode is brought to you by bullet wealth it's a new youtube channel it's got a lot of interesting facts about like financial advice it's hosted by scott merrick he's the owner of Wealth, a wealth management company and so he has the experience and the know-how very entertaining you can get a nice little financial segmented education if you go to bullet wealth youtube check it out this episode is also brought to you by sheath the underwear of legends it is the underwear with the dual pouch system one pouch for one part of the male anatomy another for the other part of the male anatomy not only is the underwear the most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear but it also has the most stylish designs and patterns the fabrics actually have a cooling effect when you put them on for the very first time. Your body will thank you because it's one of the hottest parts of your body. So cooling it down with these special fabrics that she provides is a nice experience. The proof is in the pudding. We have a 100% money back guarantee on the very first pair. If you don't like it, we'll send you your money back. Go to sheathunderwear.com, use promo code RPG, and save 20%. We appreciate your support. Back to the show.
1: Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And
0: we are live. Oh, God, Pat!
1: Presented by Sheath, a time wheel production.
0: You ain't got no alibi.
1: Oh my goodness. I, is that Robert Patton, the founder of Sheath Underwear singing my new single, U G O I? Jamie clipped that. No. Damn um, Bauer. <laughs> but yeah, no, thank you. I'm glad you uh I'm glad you liked the song and hopefully the video. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was
0: it was very like MTV produced like esque that which most people don't know what M T V is.
1: Yeah, so back in the day they had this channel <laughs> all this music. <laughs> Yeah, it used
0: to be <laughs> awesome. I spent a whole summer watching MTV music videos, and I think that's like when the real world came out. So that was like the first reality TV yeah. show, and I was 13, so it was like right at the right age, and that was the jam. I don't know why they ruined it, but we have YouTube now, and you're on YouTube.
1: <laughs> I am. I'm on YouTube. I'm on some other You websites too, but we don't have to talk about that. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh... But yeah, it's um. Yeah, I'm on YouTube, whatever, you, you people know. Yeah, I make music, point being. Uh, I make music, uh, so should I talk about that for yes, a second? Yes, All right, cool. <laughs> I don't mean unprompted, just going some rant, but um, it's, uh, so for those that aren't familiar, my name is Dan Bauer. Bauer, like the hockey stuff, no relation, because check my checking account, <laughs> uh-huh. but regardless. Uh, yeah, so I, I play guitar, drums, bass, piano, uh, sing, produce, whatever, um, and I make music videos, uh i direct i started editing them now too but not all of mine were edited by me um although a bunch of them are just like one take so there's not even any much editing but regardless uh yeah so i recently put out a a single called ugly and i was there's this scene where i kind of like rip my uh shirt off and my pasty white self shows up uh some sheath underwear around my waist and uh and I'm always rocking sheath. They truly, honestly, like I'm not even just saying that as like commercial, like sheath is my favorite pair of boxers. I've thrown away so many of my others. They're trash. Uh, awesome. But yeah, no, Sheath's great. So I naturally I was wearing them and like, I was like, who can, because the thing is, I'm sure some people will check, check out this episode and they'll be like, who is this guy? What? He's not on MTV, mm-hmm. you know, but it's <laughs> not that relevant. Um, but I'm basically trying to come up with some. The way that I'm sitting here today is, I was like, "How can I? Who can I involve in this video?" Aside from, it's like, okay, I did it, and then the people that I know and care about do it, and maybe some fans of, uh, rock, you know, indie music. um But what else? What other meat is on this bone of a video? And I was like, "Wait, I show off sheath." that was, and genuinely, I don't know if you you had seen this, but yeah. Uh, At the beginning of the year once i did the ugoy video was was back in the winter um i wrote down to like my little yearly goals thing i was like one of my yearly goals i just had a pipe dream i'm like why don't i just get a sheath thing and like sheath endorsement and uh because i'm like that'd be sweet like these guys are great and i'm always hitting the gym and everything you know i'm just joking but um (laughs) but yeah it was uh it was cool and so I just kind of reached out to you guys. And so you did it organically, anyways. And then you reached out to it, us because you did. Yeah. Just because I was like, well, I was sitting there watching the video and I was nice. like, who can, what can I do? Like, who, because a lot of the videos are so esoteric. It's just you doing your thing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, who could relate to this? It's like, well, fans of me, but there's not everyone that already knows me. So, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, like I have some plans for uh, this will be released, what, Monday, this 25th? Okay, cool. Well, I guess today then. Hey, we're in the future. <laughs> How about that nuke the other day? No, but uh, it was. Uh, I, I'm gonna be dropping. I guess today my uh, next music video is the, the song called "Ass Like That" too, um, which is kind of a uh, the sequel to Eminem's "Ass Like That." Yeah. <laughs> um, except it's not hip hop at all. And it's actually a song about life, love, and self. Uh, whatever parody. Nice. But, yeah. <laughs> but there is a puppet version of me in the video as there is with uh eminem's ass like that music video and it's uh isn't that isn't that with akon or something <laughs> i think you're thinking of uh shake that oh, okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. shake okay. that ass for me okay can yes. we say shake that ass for me yeah, on this channel on not? MTV? <laughs> there's only a few few little youngins that watch <laughs> yeah cool anyway sorry i'm going on a ramp but yeah anyway that's how we um that's how we got in touch uh the ugly video and uh yeah it's been great
0: yeah but like <clears throat> The funny thing here is you wrote it down and then it happened.
1: I Danifested it.
0: Yeah. Danifested. or something. Dan Bauered uh who's the guy from twenty four? Jack Bauer. Jack Bower. Okay, Bauer. so
1: I don't know if I, actually whatever. I'll give him i I'll give him a shout out. The hell. Uh so my brother's name is actually Jack Bauer, I oh, kid wow. you not. <laughs> and, and, and um he's actually tremendously good at like uh, obstacle course racing no too. Way. I see a Spartan ish helmet. Uh, yeah, oh, no, is. actually that's a different Well it's something culture, like that. I think but yes. Yeah. I think that's a samurai helmet.
0: I don't know. It's a helmet. It's a steel helmet, and it's actually way too big. If you, it needs like like uh, football helmet padding on the inside. Because, like hey Arnold, you yeah, a football head. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I'm just joking. That'd be that'd be more fun. They should wear like Spartan helmets just for the looks of it to make to switch it up. That would be cool. Yeah, you when know? I'm
1: commissioner of the NFL <laughs> yeah, someday.
0: Yeah, you have like the the spartans versus who are the other people like troy or whoever you know different helmets or maybe some samurai
1: i have a quick question and i know i'm on here to talk about my music but to hell with it uh you ever see the show deadliest warrior no oh so sweet it was back in the day i think it was on like spike tv uh shout out to reruns of spike tv shows but they had uh they would do things like you were saying like the spartans and who did they face again and i was going to say the mayans uh, but i'm like that's so wrong yeah that's but, pretty wrong <laughs> but they made a show that i kid you not they had this show if they yes and it was called yeah. like they would have like pirates versus like knights or like Ooh. different or i don't even know like it just different cow, cowboys. cowboys yeah so, that have yeah. things like that and i was like this is so sick. And they'd give you like a breakdown of all their stats. And the episodes were all an hour. I was like, this is amazing. And then they do like, noon. anyways, it, what's up a- Shanghai noon.
0: I just like, well, that's not that unique because I mean, the samurai versus cowboy is not the show. But when I said, <laughs> oh. Samurai, guys, when I said samurai versus cowboy, I immediately thought of Shanghai noon and the and, and, you know, it's like a, a ninja in, in cowboy times. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see it, but I, I assume that's what it was about and now i'm going now i'm it all what guys it, oh, we're going to take
1: a quick pause and watch the entirety of that movie we'll get back to you
0: <laughs> yeah we'll put a clip on here link in the show notes <laughs> yeah but um but like manifesting i thought that's kind of like this show the reason we talk to the champions and best-selling authors and different people pursuing their dreams really is to talk about the way to get there and how they got there or how you're getting there and like it's so important to write down your goals and i don't even do it as much as i should but i have and i'm kind of like i'm already in the mix yeah my goals now are to you know just keep growing yeah and i write them down on my vision board like
1: yeah your bathroom was crazy yeah
0: we're I'm, it's all the things like motivational kind of inspiration people that have done it got a lot of conor mcgregor a lot of airplanes like a lot of badass motherfuckers will say bmf um <clears throat> because if they like they've done it and you know we're all very pretty similar mm-hmm. we're not that different so it's a matter of what are they doing differently and yeah.
1: let's do do what they're doing yeah to an extent no, I I hear you. Like there are some I suppose characteristics mm-hmm. that a lot of these there's there's a, a thread that weaves commonly through all these disparate people, you know, and whatever their specialty is, they just got it like that you know what I
0: mean in a certain way some people get have it naturally like I was talking to malice and I'm like do you ever read self-help books and he was like the antithesis of (laughs) self-help or doing more than is asked of you like that's one of the rules in my book
1: the think and grow rich not my book Napoleon i was Hill. gonna say like, yeah I, it's a bold I, claim. I need to fucking write that i need to write a book but yeah shout out to michael malice by the way who also loves my song ugly anyway yeah he does no he doesn't he's he's also an That's underwear right. model though and you're both we, we got that in common Yeah, actually what well, um you're uh, welcome yes yeah, uh, yeah. yeah he's For so all the cool. extra. he's a
0: fucking gangster i fucking love michael malice <laughs> because he goes so hard for us on and like, and I, and it works. He's an intellectual. He's people look up to him and that, those are the kind of people we like to work with also is like you're at the tip of the spear or that's like a triangle and people like not below you, but that you hang around that are kind of like still in the matrix. They look at you and you're kind of like breaking through and like, What is he doing? Oh, he's wearing sheath underwear. Okay, that's one thing I can do. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, and people have said it changes their life, which is insane, but I've heard it so many times I don't discount it.
1: As someone who discovered sheath underwear while working as a server a couple years ago, uh, as when I was working, well, (laughs) I'm not trying to put it like that, but a couple years ago I discovered sheath and was working as a server on like the patio on doubles sometimes. So like I'm out there waiting tables from like, I don't know, 11 AM to like 10 PM. Nice. In like 85, 90 degree weather, whatever. And I'm like, I, I, it was getting to be a problem. So that's when I discovered sheath (laughs) really helped. Um, yeah, no. So it was great. It, it certainly changed that. I, I suppose you could say it changed my life in a way in the sense that like I could work doubles again and like make more money to go pursue my dreams more. You know what I mean? It's a very roundabout perhaps logic, but I think there is some validity to it, you know? Yeah. yeah. No,
0: and I, I love that you're, you're like, some, so many people, it seems, are not willing to do what it takes, and sometimes you got to work a double and pursue your dream at the same time. Yeah. Like, but people, I don't have time, you know? Like, well, how come he has time then? Yeah,
1: go to the spice aisle.
0: Get Yeah, like, you restructure shit to the point where y- you have the time, and maybe, like, when we started Sheath, I moved in with a group of the people that, for the most part, still run Sheath with me to this day. Mm-hmm. I've since moved out. But, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like collaborating, um, pooling your expenses. Mm-hmm. So because it's, it,
1: inflation is real,
0: shit's fucking getting
1: crazy. Yeah, it's 9.1% anyway let's <laughs> explain what is what do you oh, mean nothing i probably shouldn't talk about it a podcast well they say that the cpi the consumer price index that's how we gauge when you see in the news they're like what's uh what's inflation it's two percent it's whatever and these days 9.1 yeah. um, and what that is is a measurement of the uh, the basket of goods that the government has constructed to say okay this is what the average consumer probably needs or will spend or is expected to spend or whatever. Um, And compared to that same basket of goods and services or whatever, how much more expensive is it this year versus last year? Um, And that's how they derive that number. Um, Is it
0: 9.1%
1: or more? It is reported officially as 9.1%. And every time I go to the... And I'll say that and I agree 100% with everybody who calculates those type of things. They are all um, doing the best work they can in life. Uh, But also, I think every time I go to the gas station, I keep thinking... This is only 9.1 percent more expensive. I'm just joking. Uh, so I'm just saying they say it's 9.1 percent, but to but your 100%. point, yeah. <laughs> but to your point, um, the, yeah, the inflation is real. So you got to kind of do what you're doing. Yeah, inflation. Uh, you you got onto that somehow. We were talking about um, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, make time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you. I mean,
0: so you have to work more just to pay the bills. Yes. And then, but then you still and but then to break free, you got to do that extra step and I mean, you're making music, you're putting it on YouTube, you're you've been doing it for a few years now. It's really good. You're very talented. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, that's not it's um it's it's just it's catchy. I like I like shit where it's like you can I don't I don't know like I almost mainstream kind of like pop type shit and I'm not saying you're pop, but I do like pop. and it's I'm a, little, a bad boy. Now I'm
1: sure it's not pop ish. It,
0: it's just got a it's got a catchy like hook and and I like that. And my boy Steven, I think, is who you kinda yeah. started um shout out to Steven. Yeah. Messaging back and forth. He ha- he's he he's he comes out with some shit and it's I might be biased, but mm. I like what you guys are putting out yeah thank you
1: yeah i mean i I, could easily be on the radio if that (laughs) was a thing anymore yeah Yeah. i I guess terrestrial radio yeah for sure like fm or certainly am probably do not get much play these days but i hear you these days the thing is you gotta figure out how to get it on like i guess no there's really no one way to success i don't want to sit here and but collaborating i think is a big thing, but in my sense, it's tough because I'm such a control freak. Like in the sense that I do play all the instruments, yeah, and produce it. Uh, I, I, my uh, Zach Zyla, Zach Zyla Audio uh, mixes and masters my stuff. One of my friends from back home. Um, and uh, but beyond that, it's not like I'm really consulting anyone. Um, in in that realm sorry you had asked me i was saying this because uh oh collaborating yeah so yes, i i you. i don't have it <laughs> it's something the songs to me i know like people will uh of course out of the millions and millions that will be uh watching uh the ass like that Two video that comes out today like they'll think it's kind of jokey and there's a puppet and ugly was kind of goofy and whatever like they are but the i think there truly are songs with heart like i really try mm-hmm. to write um like I, th- I feel like I've been through some, some, some downs for sure. Not certainly not as bad as some other people, and I'm not trying to. I'm, I I don't. I'm not trying to be a victim or anything. But I think that's the whole point of my music is like, I want to just very rawly and uh, candidly, uh, just talk about that type of stuff. But don't put a negative downer, self pity spin on it. And I'm not. I'm not chastising anyone who would feel any sort of way I was depressed for years. You know what I mean? Like we go through it. Like, Oh yeah. Uh, it's not, I just started counseling again. Don't, y- don't be hating. Yeah. Shout out to what your specific doctor's name. Yeah. I'm just uh, joking. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, but, but yeah, the, the, I think it's important if nothing else, I would like to hopefully be the voice or not. Like I'm not trying to be some like, you know, whatever, build me a statue or, or anything like that, but I would like people, the message of my stuff I create uh, to resonate with people as you ought to, you can embrace the bad. You don't have to make it your identity and like be somber about it forever or for years or, and sometimes you gotta, you know, I wouldn't be here today if I wasn't, if I hadn't had those lows, that's fine. But, um, just embrace it like, and pick yourself up, you know? I mean,
0: for me, when I'm down, if I can remember, which I usually do, I don't think I did last time, which is why I'm back in therapy, but I remember (laughs) um, life is a a wave pattern, you know, and it's ups and downs. And anytime you're at a a low, you know it's gonna get better. It always has, it always will, but you're there now. But like that knowing that it's just this too shall pass type thing is comforting the bad, the downside of that is when you're at your peak, I guess. When you're, yeah. peak, you know, like everything's great, you just won the UFC championship of the world, you're gonna lose that belt at some point unless you retire. Any, but meta, <laughs> metaphorically, yeah. on top. Yeah. But you then you're out of the game, and yeah. that's no fun. Like Henry Cejudo just retired Triple Triple C, but he's coming back because he's like, he wants attention, yeah. and he's still young. You know, like wait, I mean, and some t- some people wait to retire till it's too late some Mm -hmm. retire early uh hustle just shit. you have to just uh keep hustling you always have to hustle whether i mean but life is a pattern of waves and there's all you're always gonna you gotta push through it you Mm -hmm. know regardless because this is america (laughs) (laughs) and and you know and like we were talking earlier like nothing's ever like
1: you, you'll make it to the top, but then there's, you always want more still. Yeah. I think what I've realized, uh, it's, you know, what's funny is like now I'm like, I'm 31. So I, uh, and I kept thinking for a while, like, damn, I was like worried about like getting old or whatever. I'm like, I one factor like because you keep thinking you're like yo i got less hair i got less stamina i got less like uh running stamina <laughs> like like less uh less jumping ability whatever you know what i mean you kind of mm-hmm. atrophy physically um a bit uh and then when you get in the older age you just literally shrink and in, in the whole thing but one thing that i did not even foresee at all was wisdom like what an underrated think to be like oh I've gone through that I don't need it. whatever like you just already know which pitfalls to avoid and you know yourself a lot better and the one I think piece of wisdom that I've gained from all my life experiences is that you will feel happy because you're saying like once you get to the top what do you you don't want to be the guy who's sitting there who was killing it like in I don't know like High school, or whatever, and yeah. you're just sitting around with your varsity jacket on the wall. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, like really good old days, yeah, and just st- staying with that. You got to, um, uh, I think so. Reaching a goal isn't, yeah. I'm realizing, the thing that makes you happy, but I think being on the way, I'm not sure how the graph is supposed to look at the camera backwards, I think, like this. Um, you want, you know, use the emoji, you want the thing to be going like like bitcoin was last year like Mm -hmm. like parabolic Mm -hmm. (laughs) you want it as long as you're incrementally doing things like really on a pretty consistent basis uh that you're actually my therapist at one point uh used this term internal audience and i was like that's such a good he's like you can't it's like that's that's or there's other people that have used that maybe maybe it's a buddhist principle i don't know um listen i make songs with puppets and music videos and stuff but the that you can't fool yourself you know yeah. if you're doing an honest effort yeah. and if you are you're probably going to feel pretty happy mm-hmm. even if you've reached whatever goal you thought there was like just be like all right i'm still even if my goal is to maintain this lifestyle i'm doing what i should and that's you know what i mean yeah like, yeah and you'll feel good Out uh-huh. of boy
0: yeah sometimes i'll take a mushroom and because when portobello, you're in it what's that
1: a portobello mushroom yeah to be clear kinda... <laughs> <laughs> pretty district attorney no. um
0: anyway. but it because like, it takes sometimes if you're you're when you're in the middle of it, you know you you get accustomed to the lifestyle you kind of don't really think how how far you've come mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so i'll take I'll take a mushroom and then i'll I'll like sit there and and think and just kind of revel in and whatever happens when you take a mushroom and like insights come up and, and you, you slows kind of things down to the point where you can be like, uh, reflective and then be like, Oh shit done. Th- like, <clears throat> you know, we've come so far and it'll it kind of hits you and it's nice because you've made, you've come, like made something of yourself. You've done something with your life. Um, but then you just have to get back to work and I like, and cause it, you know, when you win the championship, you only get to feel that feeling for a little while. Then you're the champion, then it's normal. And then you might be scared of losing it. But you, I just, I I feel like it's the journey, you know, Mm -hmm. it's it's not about necessarily the belt, but it's the road. And that's where you're the most happy. You're not going to be happy when you get that thing. It's like, you should have been happy the whole time working toward it yeah yeah that's the fun part that's a great way to put it
1: no yeah like the. i know it sounds here's the thing everyone gets so i don't know informed and educated and like whatever like and i went to i went to college too. listen uh and you can ask the fine folks at sally may yes i did <laughs> like but but the the simplicity of like make sure you're having fun along the way like <sighs> yeah, that's th- I. That's more important than. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to be like childish about it and be like, "Oh, life is just lollipops and unicorns or whatever." But you want to have fun. Have fun, like we. Uh, I've been getting not to go too deep here, uh, but I've been getting really, really into. I do a lot of pondering about like the universe and what any of this is. Yeah, you know, like this existence and life. It's so weird. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like yeah. we don't even everyone ever, for I did too, like for years. Like you just go about your life not caring or or not even really considering it. You're just like, yeah. oh, what the hell time am I gonna be at work on Monday? I'm like How do like, I even exist? How do, what is yeah, what is any of this stuff? Like it's crazy. It's, our only explanation is like God. This is So here's the thing. I really started believing in God this year, like in, in this past year. And and I also believe in, you know, stuff that makes sense. But evolution. But yeah, of course. I, but I think what we're doing is we're trying to construct like what... We've seen what this all is and we're trying to make sense of it and make math of it and make whatever and calculate it. I just break it down. But when he really drills super far down, you start getting into like quantum, totally theoretical, yeah. like immeasurably small things and then also to the external uh like on a macro level you we have no idea what's like what any like the best they can come up with is like the big bang or whatever and i'm like and I'm not sitting here. What I don't care what anyone wants to believe or do or whatever. Like just tip your waiters and stuff. You know, like yeah, like don't be an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Um, and especially if it's me and I'm working a double and sheath you know, tip yeah, me, hook them um, up, yeah, put, yeah, hook,
0: put a little money in the pouch.
1: That and that is what I use the separate compartment for as That's well. Right. So <laughs> if you're a stripper, you know, or something. Um, but yeah, the. We, but even whatever the inception point was, it, as far as the outer realm goes, we just say it's the universe and it goes on forever and we can't possibly measure it. And I'm like, well, then okay then. So it looks like we don't know on either end. <laughs> like, so, and it only stands to reason that everything that is created is created. Like, I'm saying, God, I don't mean like maybe like a guy in robes. I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just think there is some, there obviously has to be some creator. Like that painting, someone created that. Mm-hmm. My one all of all of this yeah so, so something either was or wasn't created there really isn't a gray area so we, here we are so we must have been created yeah. and it's like by what or who or how or when like we'll never know but it's yeah. fascinating like you walk around i could i could grab a piece off any of these trees or whatever and sit there and dissect that into like an uh, atomic level and it's this incalculable amount of things that I could sit there. Yeah. And that is this one tiny thing wow. in, in that tree of hundreds of thousands of them in this forest of millions of them. Like, which is just, even if I said the state of Colorado, that's like this on the pie of earth, right. like it's nonsense. Like yeah. how much exists so many it's, gigabytes, it's like terabytes <laughs> it's and terabytes ter- of information. It is. It's I won't, there's a joke there somewhere, but I won't make it, but yeah, it's it's tons. It's crazy it
0: is a lot but it must be th- okay well, one time we were talking about prager you earlier <laughs> yeah. and i actually called into his radio show i was talking about dr prager's veggie patties but yeah. you were talking <laughs> different yeah yeah similar name <laughs> yeah and he was doing this he did a radio show and he's very like religious and mm-hmm. i was being kind of skeptical and i was like well if god created Man who created God, and he was like, He just always was. He had an answer for it, it just always was. But and then I think it's some sort of inte- it's just intelligence, it's some sort of like thought stuff. Yeah, it's not like a dude in robes, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's everything, it's all, but it's intelligence.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, know either. who could actually. That's gonna be. <laughs> I'll reveal one thing. So I have my, <clears throat> if if I may, not to veer off. Uh, God, but like, uh, but, so my album comes out in a couple months. Oh so, God, um, everything is God. That's, the, so it's all related. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I and it's funny because as I'm composing the songs from the, vi- so I'll give you a quick little backstory about my, and I don't even know if you knew this, but like, uh, my musical journey. So I learned drums at like. 12 or 13 my dad was actually a drummer cool and we, yeah when we finally moved into a house uh big enough to accommodate a drum set in the basement he started playing drums again in his like 40s or whatever after taking some time off with the kids and whatever um so i would go down there and start smashing on him uh and just put my favorite songs on like uh some 41 and the offspring or whatever um and they and I would just drum and and kind of figured it out, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm not reading music or anything. I then, when I was like 15, I wanted to continue stalking the Offspring. So I learned all their songs on guitar. (laughs) Cool. um, And by the way, I don't even really listen to them anymore. But anyway, and actually, surreally, my last album got reviewed on some website who then reviewed an Offspring album. And mine got a better review and I was like, this is bizarre, (laughs) but it's also like their 15th album or whatever. So it it is what it is, but they
0: made, they, 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 they were pretty fly. Yeah. Yeah. They're from, I think they're from Huntington beach, California. And, um, that's where I was going to high school. And so when they were coming out, I never saw them or whatever. I just knew that they were from the same town.
1: Yeah. Coincidence. Yeah. Great band yeah they were listen they had a lot to do with my self-esteem as a youth yeah i'm um, pretty fly for a white guy I, like <laughs> I still sing those songs when people uh come out and watch me play <laughs> i don't know there was that was a ruin because you stretch. have because well because you know them and or you have you, do you do you do shows oh that was an offspring pun i was just joking just uh, but, joking no no yes i do do shows yes um yeah i i play i play a lot around my hometown of uh manchester hampshire <laughs> uh Smallish town. Um, we'll we'll get back to that. We'll so, you, that. you we'll started playing the guitar at 15. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. And then uh, I did get guitar lessons for about a year, but literally all I did was learn offspring songs and have the guy teach me tabs. And then on the last day, when my mom's like, You're not getting lessons anymore. So, you better make this one worth it. I was like, Okay. And then I was like, Hey, so what am I doing? And then he wrote this like sheet, this one page document about like uh, uh, guitar music theory and whatever, like moving your root note and going half step, whole step, whatever, and scales and the whole thing. And I was kind of somewhat figuring out along the way, but that really spelled it out for me in a way that made a lot of sense. Nice. Yeah. And from then, I just... I Yeah, I just... Probably a few years later, or f- immediately, I was always about. I, while I did learn a lot of offering songs, I was just kind of learn the instrument. But then I started like composing. Nice. Immediately when I was like okay. sixteen or whatever, fifteen. Like, but all they were was like terrible, like outlines of songs, um, with like mostly power chords and blue scales. But that was it. It was just the guitar. Um, and then at seventeen, I learned piano and bass. Um, bass is basically just guitar but yeah. lower um, I don't like finger pick or anything so I'm a hack uh, but the piano I also just kind of taught myself by ear I just like transposed what I'm trying to do on um, guitar put it on piano actually funny enough uh, a music school had reached out to me and wanted me to teach lessons there hmm. and then I took the but then I like, I was like, they're like, I assume you can read sheet music. I'm like, no, I can't read any music. <laughs> I'm like I I'm just kind of make it up uh, and they're like, Oh, well then you can't teach here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I uh, rejected, oop, but, yeah. but, but that to me, I think is actually that when you say like God is everything, I think that type of thing is like your purpose. And it, it, that lets me know, okay, I'm not supposed to be like necessarily teaching the mechanics of this. Um, the way that I, I suppose I want to give back with it is kind of what I described earlier. I would like to, I would like to get some sort of, I have a Wikipedia page level audience just to get to the point where enough people could hear my message, like that should be my contribution, not necessarily showing some of the technique of a root, whatever, like that stuff's important, I guess, kind of like to compose or or to, to play the music and be proficient enough to know what you're doing. But for me, it's all about what are you making with it? Yeah. it's at the end of the day, art is art. You're creating something, you're, you're, you are, you're kind of bringing the emotional experiences you've had in life into the world in a form that is uniquely you. And that for whatever reason we as humans can like get emotionally charged Mm -hmm. over and like appreciate like that resonates with us. Yeah. A beautiful song, uh, a creative uh, music video, Uh, a a great film like an awesome book whatever like Mm -hmm. there's something that's what I think those are the ones that are timeless the ones that I think have something to say and if you can at least for in my case with the music I figure if I can even if I'm not changing anyone's perspective or whatever they just want some nice song to hum along to I think like I'm a music nerd junkie like all I went to Newbery comics and basically like you know, if I had a loyalty card, I would have been made in the shade. It was, I was, I was always such a huge music nerd and I just want to create, I'm not really interested in, um, I don't know, perfecting any specific technique or anything, but I'd like to think at this point, I I have a pretty informed ear. I'm very open to like all types of genres. I'll listen to anything. Um, uh, maybe not with the same frequency, but I'm open to hearing it. And uh, yeah, I think I would really just like to um, continue to make music and specifically music videos. I love doing that.
0: (laughs) They say those who can't do teach. So you're doing and you're not. So and if you can, yeah. Just leave that to someone else who doesn't have the creative expression flowing through them that you have Uh, they can just they learn how to do the thing and then they can teach other people how to do it but they never really let it flow through them in a creative way where they're making their own thing but that's what you're doing and that so you need to focus on that and let them teach like and those that can't do teach so when you how how do you get like a hook and stuff does it you know
1: it's wild actually i mean i don't know if this would show up even on camera but like even on the way here like 20 minutes ago like i'm like i'll sit in my car and just like like just come up with like whatever some thing that pops into my head and yeah. then i'll sit there and i'll what i'll do now is like i'll speak into the phone and be like okay and then i'm going to use a woodwind instrument and i'll do like on this particular one that i just came up with what, an hour and a half ago i was like all right and then i'm definitely going to use the uh brushes on the snare or whatever and like I, and I'll be like, yeah, make it kind of sound like this, whatever song from Gil Scott Heron album. Like I got it. Like it's, it's bizarre to me that they just kind of pop up. I would say some of that happens, but some of them is also like when I, when I just sit there uh, most nights and I know you had a piano here too, but most nights for me, I, I sit there and I play piano mm-hmm. um, in a certain mood uh, and, and it's, uh, it's, it's, there's nothing like it. Yeah. There's nothing like, it's like
0: it. Synchronicity. Everything is like, it's you're touching the keys and it's playing the thing and if you and it really when you're in tune with it and you know the sound that is about to come out of the key before you play it like that's it's like such it's you're connected it's really nice
1: yeah and and sorry just to answer your actual question so to in this i a little i think a little bit ties back to the um question about creation and and that Mm -hmm. whole thing why why do these songs come into my head Like what purpose would that serve functionally in life? You know, what is, if, if, if nothing else that should show me my, it's, it would seem that there is something I ought to do with that. Mm -hmm. Like why, why? Like I, the, the more I've been doing it and like talking about it and just kind of living it, the more I'm realizing I'm like, I don't think that's that normal. I don't think most people are walking around like with fully produced and composed songs in their head. I'm like, who I'm not saying like I'm whatever, but you're special. In, in uh, in you're the one more ways you're than Neo. one. <laughs> yes, But well, yeah, no, no I, I'm not like some Oracle or whatever, like the world's muse, but like, um, maybe if you're into bombastic indie pop, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, uh, I don't, I don't understand why this is. Um, but I just have to go with it. You yeah. know, everything else you're, and not to disparage, uh, teachers or whatever like you were saying i'm just kidding but you're
0: a a conduit for that like things flow through you they're i mean people that like have done this before i mean they talk about how they're
1: they're it's they're just a vessel of i actually agree with that 100 yeah not to be not to be haughty about it like i really i do not walk around with some inflated ego or anything like at all i have red hair you know what i mean let's be real (laughs) uh but the I do feel that way. I do feel that way. I feel like this isn't, you know, like okay. So I don't have the biggest audience or whatever. That's fine. I would still like to get one, but I want a meaningful one. I don't care at all about like some bot fans or right, bot listeners or. And that's the thing that's tough. All I want to do is create, but I'm my own get. Like you know what I mean. I'm sitting here to, like trying to figure out how to beat these algorithms and and like you were saying, collaborate. Like who who can I. Like there's common approaches where you're like, hey, listen, guys, why don't we do a split uh, song or I'll sing the hook on yours and then your audience will hear mine and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I think that stuff is just not what I want to do. I yeah. want to create. Yeah. I well, want to, exp- it's not calling to you. I yeah. want to express
0: myself. It's there's a, there's more than, you know, one way to skin a cat and stuff. Yeah. <clears> and <throat> we'll do that after the show. There's, yeah. I got a couple cats <laughs> a couple in of the street. cage. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're <laughs> meowing. Yeah. annoyingly we were dead ass her. i donate but...
1: to the aspca i don't want you people to think i'm like <laughs> <laughs> we
0: have take we've taken so many foster dogs it's not even funny in fact one of them just died the other day it was really sad we he oh, wally shout out to wally Damn, we won't get sorry. on that yeah he was really he was a good boy um like one thing that stuck out on like what you were saying about just stuff comes to you is like I'm looking at your shirt, you have this, this arc star pattern. And like, I see everything now through the eyes of underwear and like some kind of underwear design. So that could be like a waistband. Yeah, it'd be cool. I feel like you kind of your focus is on music. And that's where your attention goes. And that's what like,
1: so you see everything kind of like through a lens of music or hear it through a lens of music. Yeah. I'm constantly getting like the amount of times at work over the years and stuff that I've got yelled at about like, don't be on your phone. I'm like, I'm just shazamming it. I'm just shazamming it. Uh I just have to know like, yeah, yeah. I'm very into that frequency, but actually I want to do something real quick that does speak to what you're saying. This isn't like off topic, but, um, you were saying your focus is music, your focus is music. Uh, it ought to be more. So I will look directly to the camera and say I have a year to figure out the music thing. I, I would I would like to be where I where I have a reasonably big sized a, a big enough audience to the point where I can pretty much just do music and not yeah. anything else. So that it would sustains be you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. How about by the end of 2023, I ought to be there. So uh, January 1st, 2024, I want people to flood my inbox and tell me I am a failure if this uh, doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a failure, but no. anyway. Well, I mean, when you do something and you put
0: your whole heart into it or your whole soul, whatever, uh, that would translate into your next venture anyways. So it's not like you wasted all this time on playing basketball when you were a teenager when you should have been studying that's me and like Ugh. look, that, where I got you. You're that work fine. ethic. Yeah. yeah, I put everything. I wanted to be in the NBA and I was so like short and white and slow that I had to try 10 times harder just to be average and I still sucked. Yeah. And I so but I, it, that work ethic then translated into my day jobs. I had day jobs from like 21 to 25 mm-hmm. corporate shit, which was cool. And then I ju- that's when I joined the army. Cause I was, it was kind of going nowhere. I was doing like human resources and payroll and just yeah. benefits administration. Cool. It was decent for the time. Cause I mean, at least I wasn't like flipping burgers type thing with nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. But cause I did that too, you know, yeah, and you we all somewhere. Yeah. And you, you know, we all kind of go through these phases and, and Then I went backwards almost. When I got out of the army and started Sheath, then I went and got these weird odd jobs where I'm delivering Chinese food and cleaning golf carts at a golf
1: course. Tell me that.
0: Just to pay the way, you know, and so that I wouldn't take money out of Sheath so that it can continue to grow. Because at at first, and still for the most part, everything that we make goes right back in. You know, we pull out our paychecks. But that's pretty much it I'm not like Stacking millions Mr. Beast Do you know who he is Yeah the YouTuber I'm not I don't really watch His content I mean, much But not I'm, much. I'm aware of who he was I yeah. know he's on
1: Joe Rogan Recently Exactly yeah. And that's
0: where I re- Well And then when a couple of my Neighbors kids We watch them sometimes And they're Dude's watching Mr. Beast videos For like five hours And like <sighs> what is this? And he's on my account. So then it comes up on my feed on my YouTube channel. And I'm like, okay, so I watch it. It is pretty captivating. Yeah. So he has something figured out there,
1: but he talks about how everything he makes just goes right back in. Yeah. I was actually, I was very impressed. Uh, again, I don't know the guy at all, but I mean, that's another reason why I, I, I like, uh, I like listening to Joe Rogan as well. Like it's very cool. You just get to hear people just talk for, hours just explain their lives yeah and it's very freeform there isn't some huge agenda or anything um it's kind of like i used to like watching um i mean talk shows are insufferable but they had I remember craig ferguson back in the day yeah. was i thought so hilarious and one of the things that i respected so much when guests would come on you know how they have the people and if you're one of these mainstream guys or whatever they sit there, so oh, you're in this movie what'd you think and now they'll and and then they'll politicize it or whatever uh, but yeah. the, what they have what, what craig ferguson did he had like his guests would come on Um, He'd be like, okay, and then take the notes and rip them up and be like, so what's going on? And like, just talk. And I'm like, that's so refreshing. But from that, you get to have a lot of unfiltered insight into someone. And I guess Mr. Beast, uh, doctor, if he completed that degree, but I was like, he seems like a good dude. How would I have ever known that? All I thought of him as was some annoying youtube guy who yeah. came up in the corporate youtube feed sometimes but then i heard him and i was like wow he seems to live a very modest life it uh, seems to be a very ethical like guy nice guy like mm-hmm. smart determined like took chances and it landed him in a great position in life The number
0: one youtube content creator in the world <laughs> yeah fucking...
1: and seems like a good guy yeah. You know? yeah like i mean i don't know everything he's i don't know anything he's, he's ever pretty
0: done. down to earth all yeah. things considered he did he's broke and but th- like i bet all of his focus was through the eyes of the lens of youtube you know like how can i make content better and keep their attention because every time i'm about to turn off like i'll be i've watched it like four or five times he did a hunger games not
1: a hunger games um that was i was gonna say i don't think you can show that yeah, on YouTube. <laughs> it was that
0: other <laughs> korean Show oh like... Squid Games Squid Games yes. thank you hungry Squid Games
1: did you watch that I don't watch anything I didn't, I watch. Break... I didn't watch I watched Breaking Bad Ooh. when it ended and yeah. I was like done nice. next like I've Good. seen what
0: I need to see yeah don't <laughs> watch anything I I, I think yeah. that's amazing I I yeah. don't watch much I listen to more podcasts and stuff and sometimes we'll get a ben- a show to binge otherwise
1: we'll just put on like reruns of like The Office because mm-hmm. of the <laughs> it's like have you ever seen that meme where people are like. Or it's not even a meme. I call everything a meme. I'm old. I'm 31. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, geezer. <laughs> geezer, uh, no, but
0: dude, you're going to be young. Like, Rogan's 54. Yeah. You know? Like, you'll, you're going to be young until you're like, let's just say 60.
1: Yeah. So you're not even... Yeah. I actually agree with that. And so, oh, real quick to touch on the uh, the musical journey thing, which we never got to. Yeah. That's another thing I like about the fact that I do the the singer-songwriter stuff. So while I was learning all these instruments, yeah. we, we got off topic. No, uh, yeah. I like that you went back to that. Yeah, gonna, at about 17. About. So... Then from then, when I was about nineteen, I tried to get my first band, and it was me singing and playing guitar while uh, a friend on bass and friend on drums. And boy, did we suck! Like, nah. like uh, but that's that's fine. I just had I was just starting, you know what I mean. I was just trying to get my voice, and I was living at home, and I didn't want to be singing in front of my parents or whatever. So I, I would well, I would belt it out in the car. That's the way I learned how to sing. Anyone? It's funny actually. I'm looking for a female singer, and I think I found one uh, on Fiverr uh, that that I want to use as a feature on my, uh, an album I'm currently working on. Um, so my next album, by the way, love Dan comes out October 10th. I, ten, I was trying to figure out a date and I was like 10, 10. Oh, well it just so happened that 10, 10 worked out. And I'm like, and this album's a 10 out of 10. So this is just like, love maybe people will confuse it. They'll be like, Oh, love Dan 10, 10. I'm like, yes, it is. Thank you. Pitchfork. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, the actually, you know, it's funny. I'm such a nerd about like the music and stuff. What, whatever we'll get back to that I gotta get on the journey about the music so when when I was like 19 I started doing that the band lasted like a summer and then we stopped it's hard to keep a band together it is and the reason why for me is because like okay so this is the reason Creative I'm a huge differences. continue well no you're good I'm a huge fan of artists not bands I really couldn't care less about most bands I care about who the songwriter and or producer is and that's all about pretty much all I care about like the at least for me everyone can yeah, have yeah. their own thing whatever um, but Like, so I just saw Brian Wilson live recently from the Beach Boys. Oh, yeah. But Brian Wilson was the reason the Beach Boys were the Beach Boys. He is a genius, uh, and he – I care about him. Like, everyone – anyone could sing a song, but it's – to me, it's all about the songwriting. Um, So the thing that frustrated me – or the thing that frustrated – actually, the thing that frustrated Brian Wilson, I think, from what I've read, I wasn't there. Uh, But it seems that, like, some of the other bandmates, Mike Love, uh, would sit there and just, like – Oh, we're going to have to edit that out. I'm pretty sure he's like litigious, but whatever. Um, anyway, I think there seemed to be some sort of conflict that caused a lot of friction and blah, blah, blah. And I dealt with a similar thing when I was like in my band, hardly. Um, I mean, I wrote all the songs and the bass parts and drummed wow. like, on so that. just told them what to play? Yeah, pretty much. And then sometimes like the drummer or something would be like, hey, I have an idea. Why don't we cut the intro down? I'm like... Listen, I'm doing this like I'm I'm writing music because I'm I'm like I'm trying to express something. I'm not trying to express what I'm trying to express at the coercion of a bassist or something. No offense, like, right. but this this is now not something I'm creating. It's something that comes from not just within within my soul, within the divine. Like, if I'm saying like I'm the vessel for something, then let me be that vessel. Don't like I don't want to be a vessel co-vesseled with, you know what I mean? Like yeah. sometimes you want to, sometimes it's sometimes, you know, not everyone's thing is creation. Not everyone's thing is, uh, producing something. And for a while I was like, how does anyone have any joy in life? if They're not creating anything, but it's, it's, whatever. Sometimes it's not people's thing. Um, but I could probably analogize Goodbye it. shit. Just kidding. Yeah. And watch, consume, watch consume, consume, others, consume. Stuff. And consume and be a uh, uh, an observer. That's mm. the key in a sedentary. That's the key to a happy life. Um, like, click, subscribe. Yeah. Um, but when people are hitting the open road on like a, a dirt bike or a motor, sees see what I know, like on a Harley or something, um, they, sometimes you don't want the the guy sitting in the seat next to you, even though that attachment is available. You just kind of want to be cruising the open road. And that's how I feel with music. I like that I just want I just metaphor. came up with it. Yeah. Like but I want to I want to just be doing that. I just want to be doing my thing. I don't really want anyone's input. So so what I did when the band stopped uh it's a very truncated run uh I just started comp- like I bought some uh recording equipment um a thing at Daddy's Junkie Music some old guitar shop it was literally called that in Manchester and uh I would now I go to the Music mill in Manchester, a great shop. Uh but I I bought this recording equipment and then just started plucking around. I'm like, all right, I'm going to make some layered songs. I was actually jamming on piano one time with one of my friends and he knew I started, I was playing guitar. He's like, you know what? You should record those sometime and layer them on each other. And I was like, yes, I should. And so I went out and started doing it and just started making like really cringy, bad songs for like five years. Um, Songs that, I mean, I won't say they were cringy, bad. They were important in my progression, Um, but it was wild. I would do some that were like hip hop because I was really big into rap um, I would do some metal ones, some ska punk ones. I was a big Sublime fan. I I would do ballads, like Modest Mouse type style ones. I would do whatever, but they weren't that good, and my singing wasn't that good either. Um, then when I hit about twenty four, I got dumped by a girl, uh, and then was like, you know what? I'm gonna be a famous rapper, and so because <laughs> I was trying to concentrate with music, I was just going under Dan Bauer, and I was like, okay. Uh, and I would, like, hit up strangers on the internet, of course, uh, to try to find, like, fans. And I'd be like, hey, you want to check out my stuff? I see you like Eminem. And then, like, they click on my stuff and they're like, bro, this is, like, alternative. What are you talking about? This isn't even anything. So I was trying to do all these genres under one thing. And it was, it was a mess. So at that moment, I was already kind of doing both. And I was like, should I be doing... What can I realistically do? I've tried a band before and I hate the fighting and the moving parts and whatever. So maybe I'll either do that or hip hop. And with hip hop it's just you and a mic. And I'm making the and I used to make hip hop beats too. Like and I was decibel, you know because it like the abbreviation for uh damp hours obviously D B and that's decibels, you measure sound. Oh, nice. it, it rhymes with testicles and vegetables, so it's an easy fit. Uh <laughs> an easy fit into sheath. Uh, Damn, but... Good plug. I like that. Good job. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But uh I I don't uh it, it just wasn't working. So I had to separate him. So I did decibel. And so from like age, like 23 or four to like about 27 or eight, I was, uh, I just did hip hop. I took like five years off recording any real, I say real songs, but songs that I really played all the instruments mm-hmm. on while I was making hip hop beats. And I was, I felt like Kanye where he's like, Five beats a day for three summers yes I, but and i did deserve to do these numbers i deserve but, to do these numbers. Yes, <laughs> but exactly. i wasn't at all um i wasn't even getting phone numbers let alone these mm. numbers it was not good but i regardless i still had fun doing it and oh minds of one collective genius in in new hampshire this uh hip-hop collaborative that i was i was really kind of like part of a lot of the guys in that um at the at the outset they were friends that I knew from the hip hop community. So I knew a lot of people from the hip hop community. Um, I was making beats for people. I was making beats for me. Uh, I was, I shot like six hip hop. I did this, I did this hip hop music video. I was so bummed. I kept doing these things that I was convinced were are going to like go viral or something. I did a, a song called taken over as decibel, the rapper. And uh, it was a music video. It was a one shot music video. So like start to finish, you know, one shot. Oh and yeah. 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 I, I th- I, I'm really cool. I'm really into, like, good films. Like, I love the, like, the Safdie brothers and, like, Paul Thomas Anderson and Tarantino, okay. all these directors. Like, I love that stuff. And I, I just love the way that the shots look. And as I'm directing my own videos, I'm like, I have all these wackadoo ideas. I would love to just make them happen. And I can't really... And same thing, that's the thing about music that really worked out. Um, much in the same that when I was doing hip-hop, I was like, it's just me, I don't have to worry about this. Same thing when I'm directing music videos. I'm like, I'm directing me... I don't have to worry about all these actors sometimes, yeah. but I don't have like people's schedules. I shoot all my videos in like a day, you know? Um, So, but anyway, I did this video where the song was, I I played the song backwards. I thought, wouldn't it be wild if I could like sing the whole song back, or rap the whole song backwards, like at a rapping pace. And I was like, and it's a five minute song. And I was like, all right, um, right, <laughs> let's try that. And so I recited... The song backwards and film myself and I was like, okay, cool. So now I just have to, or I played the song backwards and I was like, okay, I just have to play what that is. But then I realized, no, I, it's a music video. Who cares what you sound like? You just need to look like you're saying it phonetically backwards. Mm -hmm. So I filmed myself saying the song and transcribed what my mouth backwards looked like it was saying. Whoa. and then wrote that down, and it was so total gibberish. None of it, it. None of it was English, uh, at, or probably that's closest. Cool, look, yeah, possibly German. But it was. I had to recite that, and then then I filmed myself back reciting the jargon forward, and I wanted to make sure it matched the forwards backwards. Wow. And and so, but I needed to learn to do that in one take, and so I did this music video where. I was, it showed me like having killed a rapper at the beginning and then rewinds the story backwards as to like why, Mm -hmm. which is basically, you know, like he got all the attention or won the contest or whatever. But I went and I, so the video starts at the end and then goes to the beginning of the plot, I suppose. And during that whole time, everything in the world is moving backwards except my lips. Which are speaking the song forward, you know? Um, and I was like, "Oh, this has got to blow up." And nothing, you know what I mean? It's like five, like five thousand views or something. Which I'm very grateful. By the way, I am very grateful for everyone that listens to my music. I really, I know sometimes like I feel like I might be bugging people or whatever, but sometimes you got, like you gotta be your own biggest fan. Like there's really no other option. Like uh, I and I've and that's why I'm very appreciative for the people that do support me. Like whole like wholesomely you know it's 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 great like just because they want to and really like the music and i hope people do like that's all i'm trying to do with this it's just i don't know but but it's just like there's so much fucking
0: content it's hard to break through and so but i'm not saying don't like in a discouraging way but that's i'm already discouraged no, no i'm sure <laughs> you have but you, you have to realize that a lot of people w- are gonna just kind of like fall off because you're on your path, and we're like ten people are, you know, for instance, trying to do what you're doing. Somebody's gonna get some girl pregnant or whatever, and have to, like that's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna get sick. Somebody's just gonna like give up, and <clears throat> it's too hard, you know. And like there's some there, some little sign of defeat. They say like yeah. you, they're gonna give up at the first sign of defeat. Some trip manager says they're no, you know, not good enough or whatever. My point is once you quit it's over so like but those who don't quit you know you're still in the race and and the longer you stay in the more you separate yourself from from the people that don't have what it takes type thing
1: wow the you know what is funny it's like the visual of that when you were saying that i just kept thinking like you're on your like a highway and people keep getting off on the exits or the exit ramps or whatever and i'm like and you're just just keep freaking driving you know what i mean you, yeah. don't have, you don't even know how much gas you have yeah, left and you're very you know?
0: talented I and I, you have good think... like very your vis- videos are ver- are like re- really creative and well shot and thank then you you have a good voice that hel- that helps if you don't have a good
1: voice that's gonna hurt yeah they used to make <laughs> me do the intercom announcements at stop and shop and then i quit my job over the intercom breaking up with a girl that i worked with but whatever <laughs> i'm just joking nah, we're nah. done yeah no nah. but it was um it was uh Thank you. That's, that's very nice of you to say. I, I do appreciate okay, that. Yeah. And, and by the way, speaking of the videos, like as I was saying today, I suppose the day this will come out, uh, that like I, that ass like that too video. Uh, it's like a puppet version of me, um, singing. So <laughs> when, when I was done with my hip hop voyage was when I, I got my fragile widow hop woken, uh, by this, like this girl that like kind of the first love type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, uh, and then I got really, really depressed for like a couple, few years after that. It was not like very depressed. Like These girls can really fuck with the mind. A yeah, little bit, like, like you know. psych hospital, all of it. It was a mess. Like, but we're good. We're chill now. Like I, and that's what I attribute a lot of like finding God and everything. I'm like, I, I feel like I have a higher purpose anyway. This was just, this was just part of the journey. Like that's mm-hmm. fine. Like I needed to take certain lumps to be who I am. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I think had I. You know, like had I not gone through any hardship, and not again, people have it a lot worse. I'm not trying to I'm not a victim. Like, but but the But everyone goes through shit. We can stuff. all find shit yeah. to be victims about. Like the yeah. richest
0: people like living in their mansions with their garage full of, you know, hundred thousand dollar cars and they're fucking all depressed. It's like, what is wrong with you? We we find shit to be depressed about or or a problem you know we always find problems like kanye said i always i always find something wrong he's talking about his girlfriend or whatever yes but... runaway that's a great yeah, song such a great song yes. such my great.
1: beautiful dark twist to fantasy was because like i said i have my hip-hop moment i mean to cut you off but that no, was my no. favorite album for like at least a year i used to drive around back when gas was less heartbreaking uh, uh, and i used Heartbreak, to just <laughs> 808 no, that's a different <laughs> oh, yeah. album no it'll be the someday gas will be 808 a gallon and it will be heartbreaking yeah. <laughs> and then that song that album will climb to the charts again. <laughs> such a um and hopefully we're not another love lockdown <laughs> yeah. but yeah um that'd be amazing fuck i'll stop <laughs> no you, you guys should, you'll you'll have anyways. I'm okay. like continue okay sorry but yeah i guess to put a real quick bow on that so i was doing hip-hop for like four years and i was doing I actually did this video for this song called filthy f-i-l-t-h-y and it was another idea that i had it was uh it was I, it was basically just like a shot-for-shot shot recreation of Reservoir Dogs. I found this old like, oh, I love that. Yeah, it was. Cool. It was and, when they're walking. Yep, I did. And I and I got the attire and I chopped the ear off and I did the whole thing like Whoa. while rapping my song and I was like, oh, this has got to catch on and it got like a thousand views and then and then I did it's one. Pretty- there, one of my uh one of my friends, uh Trevor, Trevor Finney from Limitless. That's uh, it's also a really cool upstarter brand out of Massachusetts slash New Hampshire or whatever. I feel like but, I've heard of it. Yeah, but... you probably have Limitless, yeah. no vowels. But um but anyway, there he shot he was doing this like one take contest. He used to shoot a lot of and he shoots a lot of crazy shit now. But he used to shoot like, you know, starting out some of the local guys our, our hip hop videos or you know, just be like, Hey guys, we're all doing a bunch of one takes today, you want in uh and and so yeah, I did one of those. And a lot of people, I'm not trying to disparage anyone. There were really some cool uh, ideas and everything there. I was very impressed by a lot of the entrance. Um, But what I did, I thought was also very cool. I took, that was the parameters. And like the day before the event, I found out about it or a few days or whatever. And I had this hip hop song I was working on and I was like, all right, cool. So I did the music video and it's a one take, but as I'm walking around and I did a song called I'm hungry. And uh, so I, I kept having to do, the premise was like, I wanted the song. I think it's like the American idiot music video where the drummer is in fast motion and the guitarist is in slower motion and the bassist is in hyperspeed motion, all in the same frame, like fucky little stuff like that. I love. Um, so what I wanted to do is a cool one take where it's not just follow me around doing what I'm doing, but some of the song like it is, there's no cuts, but it'll go from uh normal speed to slow speed to me appearing at fast speed, to me appearing in slow, then fast, then whatever, for the duration of the video. And how I did that was like I took the song and put it into my like recording software and I sped, you know, I'd play it at normal speed and then I'd visualize the shot in the video or write it down, you know, and be like, okay, at this moment when I eat the pancakes is when it goes into fast motion. Um, and so to do that, I would have to slow the song down by say half speed if I wanted it to look like double speed, wow. you know. Um, and so I went and like so basically, so what I wanted to do, like for the pancake shot, I wanted to get there and then get to the pancakes, and the pancakes to be a fast motion, because so, I wanted to be like, like as soon as I pull up, I just wolfing them down like ferociously, yeah, like uh, the foxes in uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh, but I, anyway, I had to calibrate all. It was very intricate and whatever, and, and that got like no attention. And then when I got my, uh, as I said, achy breaky heart situation, depression, whatever, uh, when. When that happened, I was like 27 or 8 or so. uh, And then, yeah, 20, 28. And then then immediately what came out of me, I was doing hip-hop and I was kind of fledgling with hip-hop and it wasn't really going anywhere. And I kind of felt like I was like at some point, like you were talking about, you're like, you're still young, Rogan's 54. And listen, you can do anything you want. But there is, the Beastie Boys made a really good point about this. There is kind of something about... If you want to keep making your art, keep making it as long as you live but there is something about like metal or hip-hop or something aggressive or or i don't know crunk or whatever like trap uh or ed it's just you don't i don't know if you have the energy for that when you're older that's yeah, you know like a I mean?
0: youthful uh game or whatever it is rock, it's... hard rock and
1: yeah. yeah and so it was cool actually for me to have this happen musically because for five years like i said i stopped writing songs i was just doing hip-hop and then I got my, I had my, I had my moment there and all I wanted to do, I, I couldn't, I could not, I was like, I feel like I'm playing a character. What am I on to show here? This is my life. Like, is this the Truman show? Like mm-hmm. uh, the true Dan show. Uh, but I was like, this is not something that is in my blood to be doing right now. All I can think about is how, uh, and what agony I am in, <laughs> like emotionally. And so an album just came out of me, just Whoa. out of nowhere. Like I I wrote... Like, it was, like, eight songs. Uh, it was, like, 40-something-minute album. So it was a real, like, length album, even though it's only eight songs, but the songs are all long. Um, and it was one that I started... I just picked up all my instruments and started playing real instruments again and, like, just came up with this album uh, and called Love Muffin. Because, uh, like, Love Muffin... Like, because I wanted it to kind of be ironically stupid of a name. Like, despite my morose <laughs> nature at the time, I cannot resist a good stupid pun, kind of, uh, even though this isn't good. But it's certainly stupid. Uh, but the... Like, you know, people with stupid like little nicknames or whatever. And I was like, Muffin. So it was like, Love Muffin. Even though people love Muffin, it's like a little cutesy relationship name. So I thought it was ironic, you know? Um, so I did that and no one cared about it because I didn't even release it. Like, I, I made that in the, the summer, right after I got out of the psych hospital, actually. Uh, I did that in the summer of 2018 and then, or spring, summer, something like that. Uh, and then... I songs just kept coming out of me. That's when like this whole vessel thing started. And I was like, uh, okay. And, and, but then they were more songs about like heartbreak and stuff. And I was like, I don't want to beat this to death or whatever, but it's, it's what I was feeling. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I could not, I could not feel anything else. It was something really compelled me to continue writing. And I just, I started writing, um, a bunch of stuff i wrote this album called the afterlife which was again kind of like an ironic little thing uh because you know because i was in the psych hospital because not to be trigger warning trigger warning uh literal trigger warning so like you know almost whatever but uh at one point but obviously i did not because here i stand in the sheet <laughs> studio uh sit by the way comfy chair congratulations no thank you we have
0: that we all go through like dark times you know but we some more than sometimes. others What's yeah. that?
1: I uh, said so we all fuck up sometimes, which yeah. is the name of the first song on that Love Muffin album <laughs> plug. But yeah, but please continue. No, I mean, I, uh, it's,
0: uh, you you, 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 get stuck in these thought loops, you yeah. know, and, and apparently you got stuck in a pretty serious thought loop. Yeah. That you had to get out of for sure.
1: Yeah. <clears> and, and I think my therapy, even though I had real therapy, but like it's my music, it really was, you it know. was, it was what I had. Like, what did I have? Like, like, I don't know. I was just I was so devastated for a while that I was like, man, that it gave me purpose. I don't know. Like, and and I rediscovered and it's funny because it started out as a way to express like heartbreak and loss and whatever. And it was for no one. And then I did the afterlife, which uh, again, which was like the before and after that time in life life. Um, yet it wasn't the actual afterlife cause I stuck around, but, and I wanted to, t- and I really so badly wanted to write an album where I was like, all right, after I do this love muffin shit, I want to do this album where it's like all triumphant and it's about like, you know, Hey, I stuck around and, uh, it was, and I overcame it, but I was still really depressed. And so I just couldn't, and it felt fake. And yeah. so instead I wrote an album uh, actually that I was ready to start doing band stuff again. So I composed the album. Again, I still like play guitar, drums, bass, piano, everything on the, I produce it, everything on the, I record it in my bass or bedroom or whatever, you know? Um, but everything on the album, uh, I I made so that if I could have like a four piece band band, on set we could perform it. Because a lot of the music that I listened to and I'm inspired by, like Flaming Lips and uh, some of these more obscure, kooky sounds like Beach Boys, Beatles, that type of stuff. Like later, 66 and beyond for both of those bands. But there's, there's, no, uh, there's no way you could perform that live. They're just too intricate with all the weird sounds and stuff. So I really, really was excited to start because I started playing out a little bit and playing all my depressing sad songs. I don't know who the hell would want to listen to any of that. But I would... I would be out there playing those. And um, then I kind of got the itch to really start performing again. But I was like, these songs would be so much more powerful. I promise you people would be more into it if I had a band behind me. And then I started uh, strumming along and doing the, um, the, the band thing, or or I started writing this album, the afterlife uh, over the course of, I don't know, a handful of months, Uh, very piecemeal put together, but It was, it was cool because the whole album, and I was talking about this actually on a different podcast recently, and I really do not mean to toot my own horn or smell my own farts or whatever you're saying here, but like the, the whole album is written in C sharp, the key of C sharp. And from what I did at the beginning is over the, like, I wrote a song like that October or November or something like six months after whatever, uh, things were, things were going downhill. And so it was called six whole months. Uh, and but I didn't intend to write a song. I purposely stopped trying to write songs. I'm like, dude, I no, I got to stop doing this. I got to stop thinking about this. This is no, like go do, go fuck, go take a walk. <laughs> like um, So, but they inevitably just came out of me and a bunch of song ideas came together. And I'm like, well, I'm not doing a whole nother album. So I just wrote this big nine and a half minute song that like all, and all the parts flow together. And I had all these disparate little song idea parts that I probably could have developed each into its own song. But instead I just wanted to make it a big thing. And I thought I was just going to do a one-off but I thought it was a cool idea that I strung all the parts together into the same key. So for the whole nine and a half minutes, it's all in C-sharp, you know? So like one part goes into the other part, goes into the other part, goes into the other part. Like like you can, like I can and have, uh, and there's a video on YouTube, I think, uh, where I play the song live um, at Revelry Studios in Manchester. Uh, <laughs> check them out. Uh, but I went to uh, play the song. So you can play the song acoustically, even though it's wild- production in the the studio but the whole album does that so it goes from that song into like it'll be like track one because now this days uh, and then at the end of track two it'll be like we don't know what's up and so the whole thing like i mean like you can play it all in one setting without moving a capo or changing keys at all like uh and it goes on like that for like 40 something like 49 minutes i think so yeah and then i did that and i'm like and then no one cared either but (laughs) but um but but, and i'm like i've never even heard an album like that like i i don't whatever but whatever but (laughs) uh but yeah it was um so i I pieced that together and this time i kind of wanted some i suppose commercial ambitions um and not not in really in any ego inflating way like I, i i i but i just or probably but like but i don't want I want to mean something to someone. I, I don't, that's what I feel like all artists are trying to express or convey some message. Um, and I think it's an important message, but you know what it is? I think the message that I had on that love muffin album was too somber of a one. That's probably not a message worth really spreading. Like to just tell everyone, Hey, when life gets tough, sap about it. Like, um, uh. and then in the afterlife, what it turned into was, uh, an album about, uh, wanting wishing that things were that album that i was envisioning the rosy you know pot of gold at the end of the pain bow there uh (laughs) but i i didn't have that um so it was really a candid telling of like yep didn't work out like i thought it would but whatever here we are um and that was that and then this uh, this upcoming album love love dan is kind of me reclaiming like i am not muffin i'm not like whatever i'm just I'm, um, you know what i mean like wow is and yeah and i wrote that i wrote that one and this is again the divine thing that one just came to me i wrote that i wrote the whole album in a week and i wrote love muffin in a week too hmm. um but yeah it and uh so it's wild. The album's exactly 60 uh, minutes, zero seconds. So it's one hour. So when, I, when I'm going to hit people up, I'm like, Hey, do you have exactly an hour of your time? Or I didn't even plan that, but I should, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's um and its wild too. It kind of flows together conceptually as well. But, um, but yeah, I shot the UGLY video, the uh, one of the music videos and I'll stop rambling in a sec, but uh, that I did on the afterlife. I did two. Okay. So the music video thing that translated with hip hop, like you're saying, just the skills and the determination, even though, and I agree. That's, that's a great point. Cause I don't feel like I wasted my time with hip hop. I'm like, okay, this is what I have to do to build a website. And cause I had a decibel website. Now I have a damn our website, damn uh, like, or only only dance.com slash 69 dance but like, uh, uh but th- those skills did carry over and were, were useful. Um, but so I was making creative music videos and hip hop. And then when I started doing singer songwriter stuff, I did no music videos. Well, I tried to do one for love muffin, uh, Anthony Marshall that filmed uh, morning visuals. I think uh, check them out. Uh, whatever. I'll plug them. But, uh, the, uh, we shot one of them for this song called dream come true. That was like the one catchy upbeat kind of song on the, the album. Um, it scrapped it, but the ones I did for the afterlife, I really thought we were going to catch on too. I did this one called high strung where again, it's a one shot and this isn't anyone's rules. Like the one shot contest was, this is just, I like one shots. Um, but they, so this whole video from start to finish is me at a studio, actually Blackheart Sound in Manchester, check them out too, Eric Solder. Uh So it's me recording the, the music video there, it, like in a kind of sort of performance recording studio room. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, sh- it starts with me on guitar, um, and then it pans over, you know, move around and kind of zoom over. And then I will be on bass and then I'll be on drums and I'll be on guitar again. And then I'll be wherever. Um, but it's a one shot and there's no edits. It's not like CGI. So what I did was like hire three of my friends to who were also like white guys with beards. You know what I mean? So the camera would kind of get to him, but it might get like this or something. And I would all have them like wear hats or hoods or whatever. Um, but in the same exact attire. So like I would jump around and be like in the bass outfit, holding the bass. um, and then jump behind the camera and then run over to like guitar and do that thing and have the guitarist fuck off behind the cameraman or whatever. Um, that one. And like, I was like, Oh, that's going to do something. It's gonna kill. And no, it Viral. didn't. It didn't. And then I did this one for this song called the balance where I, so I live in New Hampshire. So that's near Boston, obviously for, uh, for all of our international listeners. It's like a 45 minute drive from a bigger city. Yeah. Um, and so I went to, boston common like a public park area in boston where there's a lot of street performers and you know whatever people haven't heard of that i think
0: comedians maybe do something with that sometimes but maybe not
1: yeah it's it's just an outdoor park it's like a central park but for boston you know Mm -hmm. um but so i went i went there and i had this crazy idea i'm like i'm gonna get all the street performers to play my song and but none of them know it so what i did was take the song and put the the chords out on like a scrolling app so like it would scroll and i'd have my headphone in one ear their headphone in one ear before i could afford airpods which i still can't afford i have some knockoff brand uh but if you raycon just kidding yeah shout out to Raycon, my other sponsor raycon and energizer (sighs) Uh, um uh, i get that bunny money yo that should be my thing i get that bunny money yeah
0: we need that bunny money
1: my song snuggles too i thought could have been the snuggle fabric softener commercial but that's neither here nor there we'll Uh, take duracell either just kidding okay or well, never mind it doesn't <laughs> matter uh and this will this will be the end of it, but I did the 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 balance video, and uh I went up with my tabbed document and they could hear the song, I'd have them listen to it once, and then they'd they'd sit there on whatever their instrument was and just kind of play kind of play along to it and then what i did was take the i went around the whole like the park and found drummers found like guitarists found and then i went i even went up to this one guy with a phone app that's like one of these piano phone apps so there's a piano on a screen yeah and in my song i play like the bells on the real uh or the xylophone or something on uh the zach xylophone uh on on my uh on on the real production okay but then when i go to the park, I didn't really have my laptop with me or MIDI instruments. So I just like handed the guy, Oh shit. Oh shit. Whoops. Sorry. I accidentally <laughs> did the emergency phone call thing on my phone, That's but, funny. um, but <laughs> help, uh, the, the, I had him play an instrument that sounded close enough. And then what I would do is rip the audio from that, rip the audio from a few of the guitarists, rip the audio from the bongo guy. And then I would, the chorus is like, so there's a big like, that people have to sing. And I had people sing that. And I took that audio and mashed them all onto each other. So the music video is the real song is audio but with layers of real street performers audios who I didn't know from a hole in the wall that I got to learn the song that day. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this one will catch on. And It still didn't, but whatever. It's cool. I'm like, you're saying I'm, I'm having a blast. I'm enjoying the process. Like I it's, it's definitely one of the things that gets me the most out of bed in the morning is Mm -hmm. like, I love, I love creating. I just love creating and trying to like do things again, not to be a douche about it, but like doing things that I think are like kind of innovative or like are unique or I'm, I'm really not even with my music. Like people ask me to describe my sound. You could describe my sound maybe in the last couple albums pretty easily, but on love, Dan, it's none of the songs sound like each other. And it's, it's just me trying to create whatever, whatever, whatever comes out, comes out. I'm not trying to sound like what's hip or what's cool or like get any features on my thing or use like modern sounding, whatever. I I don't, I don't care. Like, I just want to make good art. (laughs) That's really all I care about, you know?
0: (laughs) Dan Bauer, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's you, you clearly have the passion for what's happening, like what you're doing. And that's super important. Uh, a lot of people don't have the they're not the vessel they're just the observer and we maybe we're all the observer at one point in our lives as well and we all are the creator of something great at one moment in our lives uh, hopefully you know whoever's out there think he's just because i worked in a cubicle i flipped burgers he's done like manual labor jobs waiting tables still i don't i can't i can't support
1: myself off my music fully yet no i'm still grinding yeah
0: and you'll i mean you'll break through the the algorithm i find that giving money away seems to help for some reason yeah i haven't started that yet but like we we watch these guys and it'll be like giving away a thousand dollars to some homeless dude or whatever or just for being nice on TikTok. Obviously, you can't just be giving money away that you don't have. All right, listen, we're talking four
1: digits here, folks. No. <laughs> like, no. I got a lot of pennies. That big old... That'd be kind of funny. That was, that was actually... I'm going to give credit to Tommy McNamara. That was a similar joke to what he has in his stand-up. That's probably where I got that from. Anyway, some comedian that I saw one time who's hilarious. I love... Um, I
0: love a good, the new Bill Burr special that just came out was really funny. I haven't seen and, it. Uh,
1: the Netflix one? Yeah. Just the comics out. who
0: kill thing? No, it's his okay. own special. Okay. I haven't seen that. Uh, yeah. Maybe it is comics who killed, but he, he or takes, Friends who kill, whatever. he takes a lot. He takes some
1: stances like he does and he, he killed it again. He usually does. I saw him back in like 2010 in Concord, New Hampshire at a community college. When he had hair. Oh wow! Yeah, it was like yeah, I, I remember w- he had those little locks. <laughs> I was like an OG. Well, as a fellow thinning redhead, I get mm-hmm. it. Like, but <laughs> but yeah, I was um. I yeah, I was a big fan. I don't know how I knew about him or anything like that, but yeah. I mean, that's not like crazy early, but you know, it was, now he's doing like freaking Madison Square Garden or whatever, and yeah, yeah. it's wild. You know who Tim? I mean, obviously sheep Tim Dillon's hilarious. I've seen him a couple times too. Yeah, me
0: too. I met him <laughs> up at, in so Denver. Funny. Uh, we're going to, we're going to be
1: on another episode here in, in August. We're excited to see what really? he will do. I, I, I'm jealous. I'm, I'm not jealous of many men, but I am jealous of, uh, his producer, Ben, Ben Avery. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, your job, like can you imagine like getting paid to just like chill with like Tim Dillon. I'll be like, dude, this is the best. Like, yeah. it's hilarious. But, um, but yeah, actually he, the funniest thing, like, I don't, I don't know if you've ever, the, one of my favorite clips of that is when he's sitting there and he did this Okay, so I'd, I'd never ever try to like steal riffs or anything like that. And I, I hate it when like comics steal jokes or like when whatever people are, but as someone who used to sample and make hip hop beats, but one of the things that I thought was a hilarious instance of parallel thinking was that I, for a while, you know, Sebastian Maniscalco. Mm-hmm. So... I will just talk like recklessly crude in a Sebastian voice. Yeah. Like, and I would just like something even to myself just as a joke. Cause I just think it's funny. Are you a fucking
0: idiot? (laughs) Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: But like, like much crasser than he is. Yeah. And then one time I came across a clip and also ironically, I sing most songs like Pearl Jam and post grunge. A lot of times I'll be like, Oh, what a wonderful world (laughs) like for no reason. Um, but, Uh... but, um, the, but Tim Dillon also did that. And he was like, Sebastian, he's like, he had a, a some some sort of bit where he's talking about Sebastian just getting blue, just getting like really <laughs> like crude at some like award show. And I was like, I think about that. I've been thinking about that for years. That scenario is hilarious. Yeah, like, I would
0: love to see
1: Sebastian just lose <laughs> snap, his shit. Just snap. <laughs> like
0: what a big live event. He's He keeps it together. I, him and like Regan, Brian Regan and, yeah, he's and a clean Gaffigan. Again, those guys keep it as clean as you can kind of keep it but i like i like it all if it's a good joke funny funny that's, I agree. that's the that's like the meter is it funny
1: good if it's not funny meter i hardly know her no that's, uh, <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> but but yeah the um like you're i've heard i i'm again i'm not uh whatever biologist but the or what whatever the hell lab coat would determine this the she, laughter I've heard is involuntary and from my lived experience it kind of seems to be like mm-hmm. what you find funny you just find funny it is what it is yeah. it's like wh- who do you find attractive you can't help that you know what I mean yeah. by and large it's, it's personality looks whatever but like whatever characteristics that's just what you're into you know what I mean like same thing with uh, uh, wh- what do we say to talk to Tim get Tim this? I don't know Tim Dillon no no no
0: oh Sebastian Are yeah
1: yeah Oh, no, no. Yeah, what you find funny. What oh, you find funny, funny is, is funny. just involved. You just find it funny. Yes, so like, Yes, yes. I agree. Like with the same thing with how I listen to music. I'm like, if this gets me going, I don't care what it is or who made it. And I think I think the same way is just in life. Exactly. Like,
0: I don't need some big name dude song. If it's a good song, it's
1: a good song. I totally agree. Yeah. Like some of my very favorite songs like are from super rando artists. You know what I mean? That not. And I want to get to like that level. I want to get... You know what? I would like to be at a level where... I would, I want, I find that a lot of, and again, I'm not uh, Mozart or whatever, but like I I am very discouraged to see like a lot of the trends in music that things are just like getting dumbed down, like super hard. Back in the day in the seventies, like a lot of my favorite music going through Big Stretch was from 77 and before specifically, because that's when like, you know, well, craftwork was doing their thing before, but music started getting a little bit electronic and stuff. Yeah. But back in the which is fine. I have no issue. I'll listen, listen. I'll listen Donna Summer any day of the week. Like, like, um. But the you can just kind of manufacture songs that are just hey, highly compressed. Get to the chorus within five seconds. Like, uh, feature the newest rapper. Use the the most ear catching literal frequencies for like for uh the high end and the boom, the biggest frequency. Oh, I love a good bass I, As, nah. I'm all about the bass. Yeah, like, zero safe. treble. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, I, a lot of it, and I'm I'm not the, I suppose I am the old man Yelling in the Clouds right now, but like, the, I can, I, listen, like, I love 808s and Heartbreak and that's a very unconventionally composed album. Um, But the, and I'll listen to like modern trap music, I'll listen and I'll enjoy it. Like, but I feel like there was something to the fact that back in the day, whoever wrote the top wasn't just whatever brand necessarily was popular. I mean, to an extent, but you had to just write great songs and on real instruments. You had to sit there and compose a great song that would impress people at an open mic. Meanwhile, if you were to like, like a random songwriter night, like if you're a good comedian, you would also kill it at an open mic, you know? Like if you're writing great songs, they would also just kill it among like if you go down to I went down to Nashville recently with my friend Dean Harlem, fellow musician. uh, And I went down there and I was like, I want to, and I got to play some songs with real authentic Nashville musicians at like a cool venue. And I was like, that's important. You, and, and I felt for actually played ass like that too. And and some people seemed to really like it, which, which was cool. And I was like, this, this makes me feel good. Like I want to, I want to be respected among musicians like that or i guess i, I just, mostly i just want to make good art like whatever like just, i'm not really trying to impress anyone but like i want to i would like that that would be that would be cool to to make music that kind of brings us back to a time when you can be popular and i'm not I'm saying like everyone that's uh popular is devoid of talent of course not but i i think some of the authenticity uh like the songs on Love Dan, like they're the other, everything I write. I write on either acoustic guitar, or piano, while I'm singing, and then I will ornate that with whatever production is necessary. And you can make modern, cool production and stuff make a song sound really new and quirky. Uh, but it, at its at its core and at its root, it is still just a song you could play, like I say, at like a talent show or something, um, and it would sound just as good. I'm trying to
0: find this dude who I. Uh, he he's, he he makes his own music. Um, the fuck is his name? Songs. This is horrible. I shouldn't be doing this. No, it's fine. J. I think it starts with the J. It's the weather looking. When we're, while we're at eh, it, eh. well, <laughs> we have to, we're gonna have to wrap it up here relatively soon. Yeah, that's Jordan, cool. Jordan, give me. Let me just. it. There you go. <laughs> some,
1: I've uh, I've been very inspired by that movie recently. <laughs> he's.
0: I mean, what's his name? Uh, well, that dude's out of jail. That's pretty crazy. He like still looks good, Jordan Belfort. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. doing podcasts. He's doing like the podcast circuit, and then Leonardo DiCaprio, of course, is the actor. Yeah, that's annoying because, I, 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 like, I feel like you can, um, you know, you, you can do your own thing, and that is cool. Like, if you, um you're you're sailing the ship it's all you there's AJR i don't know if you've heard of him
1: oh uh i've heard of AJJ
0: but that's not who i was thinking of AJR, no AJR he he makes his own shit and i i know like if we cut the audio here yeah. i would be able i would uh remember it it's hard to like think And have a conversation at the same time for the same times.
1: Yeah, it's it's um. You really can only focus on I think one thing. I can't
0: do it. Bieber, it's not Bieber.
1: Justin. Yeah, I the The one thing the one thing my wedding. What? No, I just like that. I
0: like that he he did that
1: um, Drake video. I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know anything. I literally like. I genuinely like. I'm not even trying to be like pretentious when someone's like. You don't know whatever. I'm like, dude, I don't like, I don't know. Like, uh, Lil, who was the guy that did the All Star game put the chain on someone yesterday at the Home Run Derby? Yeah, see, I don't pay attention to that. Yeah, either. it was like something, and I was like, how is this like the biggest name in music? I'm like, I have no idea who this person is. <laughs> like, like I should probably know that. But it's all right. <sighs> on, that's so annoying. Uh, um, are you trying to look up someone else that kind of just does the well? Yeah, I
0: guess so. Um, I guess it's just doing what you're doing and, and it's, it's, uh, it's you can do it. You can totally do it. And I'm going to, we're well, now it's too late. I'm going to fucking figure it out. And then <laughs> yeah, we're going to sit here. and chill That's late. fine. What
1: should I regale people with in the meantime?
0: Um, you oh. know, when, where's your next show?
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, my next show is at the farm in Manchester when I get back, um, on July 26th. So if people want to head to that, um, and then I have a show. Actually, I have a show. Yeah, that's a good point. I have a show at uh, The Jungle in Somerville on August 30... Or, no, no, July 31st. Um, so, yeah, those are my couple upcoming ones. Um, yeah. what And I then pla-
0: today, like they can go
1: today on oh, Monday, they can go... They can go to YouTube and check out... Uh, just type in my name, Dan Bauer, B-A-U-E-R, spelled like the hockey equipment, spelled like Jack Bauer, sauerkraut, that type of thing. Uh, and so Dan Bauer uh, asked like that too. Uh, a song about love and redemption uh and yeah it's uh or you can go on Instagram at dan Bauer music all lowercase <laughs> although i don't know it it'll probably work in any case or you can go on apple music spotify C so you have yeah, so yeah i need to get you, yeah let let check it download. out I'll
0: do, um so yeah. his name is John Bellion
1: i've heard of him he's
0: he's pretty good okay um but it sounds like cuz it sounds like you have a similar sort of track on how you you know made it to music and stuff yeah dan i'm gonna look you up right now dan
1: bauer yeah thank you yeah well i appreciate it i really do appreciate the support uh there you are apple music damn thank you well it's uh it's great and you by the way are an inspiration to me i know not to be too whatever puckery up but like (laughs) this is this is amazing like you've built a great life for yourself and I, i aspire to do something similar someday
0: well you kind of become like the People you hang out with the most, so find just find other hustlers, you know, and we'll stay in touch. Yeah. But people who are doing the thing you want to do, and you know, don't hang out with a bunch of losers. Hang out with people that are (laughs) living the dream or going for it, and yeah, you'll you kind of help each other along the way. It's it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm thankful to have been been able to come here. Thank you so much, and I hope everyone at home or wherever the hell you are yeah. uh it's, driving. W- yeah, not driving but if uh, if you are pull over at the next safest possible time and then um t- watch the Ask Like that two music video it's uh yeah, it's it sounds like a goofy, stupid thing, but I don't know. I think it's cool. Yeah, and check
0: it. out all the songs he was talking about, the U G L Y. It's yeah, got a it's, good
1: hook. Especially my next upcoming album. We can't listen to it yet, so that's kinda of shitty. But like it'll be out October tenth. Uh Love Dan. 10 and ten.
0: I'm, ten out of ten we'll do
1: again. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. All right. Well thank, thank you, you so everyone.
0: Much. You know, this has been another episode. And uh, we have nothing but greats, legends on this show. Dan Bauer, future legend. Yes, I love you, mom, and everyone
1: else in my life. (laughs) Thank you. All right, peace. All right, see you.